I believe that God will get this message out to people that needs to hear it uh, through the podcast that we have here at the church. I believe that's the biggest reason he laid it upon my heart. It's people out here in the world needs to understand what's getting ready to happen and what's coming down. So we're going to pray over the reading of God's word and we're going to ask Robbie to do that. The one thing my hope and prayer is that you're saved and ready to go and that you'll be taken from the wrath to come. Because the wrath of God is going to be poured out and it ain't going to be long because how the word of God is lining up. It says, Behold, the Lord maketh the earth empty and maketh the earth waste and turneth it upside down, and scattereth abroad the inhabitants, inhabitants thereof. This has already begun to happen. People are running to and fro and scattered about everywhere and doing everything but what God would have them to do. The world has come to a... a place where the Bible says in the last days that they'll call good evil and evil they'll uh, good evil and evil they'll call good. We're there. Okay? We, we are in the last days. Now the Lord's going to come and get his church one day and nobody knows the day or the hour so we ain't going to even get into that because we don't know when he's coming. But I'm going to tell you God's telling, speaking through me tonight to warn people they better get prepared because this world is going down. I was sitting there as they were singing and I was thinking about a song and I was listening to the song too. But the song goes right along with this message. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. Our Lord suffered and the shame that was put on him and he come to give a man a life, men and women and all creation, he come to give us life and a more abundant life and people has trotted him under their foot. Our country has turned its back on God and his son. The nations of the world have turned their back from God and His Son, they, they, God's own chosen people have turned their back on the Son of the living God, which is the Jews. And the Bible said that He come unto them first, and they received Him not. But such as did. I'm one of those that such did. He gave us power to become the sons. 
daughters, whoever you are, of the living God. I have a, my home is not here. When this world is completely turned upside down, I ain't going to be in it. But it's already being shaken and it's already things is beginning to happen. And look how fast they're happening. And let me tell you for the reason of that. The Bible says on account of your sake, the elect's sake, that I'll shorten the days for your sake. And God is shortening the day. He's speeding everything up so you won't have to continue on and continue on and the mess that this world has got into today. said, it shall be as with the people when it happens, so with the priest as with the servant, <clears throat> so with his master as with the maid, so with her mistress, as with the buyer, so with the seller. As with the leader, so with the borrower. As with the taker of usury, so with the giver of usury to him. The land shall be utterly emptied and utterly spoiled, for the Lord hath spoken his word. And people living like they got forever. You got forever. You're either going to have it in hell or in heaven. The choice God left up to you. But God is sick of sin. That's why he sent his son. The, suffer, the emblem of suffering and shame that he went to through to save a wretch like me and you. We need to be reminded that what he suffered was not in vain. Not to them that believe in him. Not for them that trust in him. But you're going to continue to walk on God and his son until one day he's going to turn you over and many he's already turned over to a reprobate mind and they don't know the difference of anything anymore. They're going around and doing right the opposite of what God has taught us to do. They're, 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 <laughs> there's no honor in the world to the commandments of God. Even our nation has took them out of the courtrooms and out of the schools and, and, and everything else. The commandments of God. God didn't come. Jesus didn't come to destroy those commandments. But he said, I come to fulfill them. And if those commandments is not fulfilled in you, look out, you're not getting there. Well, what is it? You said no man can fill it. It's under the law. You can't. Under the law, you can't fill those commandments. But Jesus said, love one another as I have loved you. Then you fulfilled all the law and all the commandments. Amen. Where's the love? Where's the love? People in misery today. Let's get down to that. The earth mourneth. Boy, the earth is mourning today. The earth is crying out today to be delivered. 
So the earth is mourning. We see all these earthquakes and volcanoes and tornadoes and storms and, and the earth is crying out to God to be delivered. It's mad, it's sick, and it's tired. And you need to get tired of sin because it'll take you straight to hell. It's what it'll do. It'll destroy your life like it's already destroyed so many. It says, the earth mourn, mourneth and fades away. The world languish and fadeth away. The haughty people of the earth do languish. What does languish mean, preacher? It means poor, wretched, weak, miserable, imprisonment. All these things is going to happen to all those that remain down here because it's going to be like being in prison. And, and brother, it's going to be like uh, God's going to open up the mouth of hell to come forth to meet the wicked one day. And brother, they're going to be in sorrow and they're going to be a crying out. But there ain't nobody that's going to be there, uh, uh, brother, to help them. Uh, they ain't going to have nowhere to go to uh, because God uh, has taken the church out uh, and there's nobody else there, uh, uh, brother, that they can go to for help. Uh, all the true love is gone. Uh, and what's left when God removes His Spirit from here? Ain't nothing left. People's going to be crying out right up until death swallows them up and they'll continue to cry forever in a place called hell. A literally burning hell with total darkness. There'll be no water. There'll be no comfort. There will be no day there. And God is going to put you out of his remembrance one day because he says he is. And mine too. I heard a person talking the other day about dying and going to hell. And he was crying out and said, I won't see my family saved. Because if you're not saved and you don't make it there, I'm not going to be worrying about you then because I ain't going to remember you no more. I ain't going to be in heaven suffering over you because you never made it there. Amen? Heaven ain't that kind of place. It's a place of comfort and peace and joy and happiness. And so that's why I cry out today for my brothers, for my sisters, for my uncles and my aunts and my cousins and, and our daddies and our mamas and our sisters and our brother and brother our neighbors. Cry out. Because one day, the crying will be over. But where will you be? So I have the privilege today to be a witness and a light to them. And that's what we're supposed to be. It says that the people of the earth do languish. Brother, they're going to come to a pitiful state. And brother, they ain't going to be nobody there that can help them. I'm going to tell you when God's wrath is poured out on this world, there ain't nobody going to be there to help them because God's wrath is poured out. And brother, where they mock him, 
when he hung on a cross and they mocked him on the cross, they come by and they crucified him and they stuck a spear in his side and the water and blood gushed out upon the ground. The emblem of suffering and shame. There was two thieves. Thieves. They were both thieves. They both had the death sentence. Jesus hung between them. But there was one of the thieves on the right hand, I presume. And he said, Lord, remember me. And Jesus said, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. That man, that man never done nothing worthy of going to heaven. He did, never was able to do anything good enough to get to heaven. The man was guilty. And he hung on the right hand side of the God. And the other one on the left. And the one on the left said, well, if you be God, get us out of here. And the one on the right said, you speak as a foolish man. He said, Lord, remember me. I'm going to tell you something. You better fall down on your knees right now and say, Lord, remember me. If you ain't done it, because that's the only thing that saved that man. He was sorry. He knew he was guilty, but he knew the one that was on that middle cross was an innocent man. His heart grieved for the innocent man that was being crucified there with him. He knew he was guilty. And all he had, all he could say is, Lord, remember me. Because he had compassion on his Savior. He had compassion on Jesus. He was sorry in his heart that Jesus was having to die. He didn't know it was for him, but he knew he was having to die uh, without. Uh, uh, he didn't understand the reason why. Uh, uh, they crucified uh, their Lord and their Savior. He just said, Lord, remember me. You know why he was able to get saved? Because the Holy Spirit of God come and he spoke to his ear and he opened his heart. And when he opened up his ears and opened up his heart unto the Lord, he cried out unto the Lord and he said, Lord, remember me. The Holy Spirit of God was right there to help him. The Holy Spirit of God is right here to help us today. But you keep denying the Holy Spirit of God. You keep saying no to the Holy Spirit of God. One day he won't be there. Because one day you'll say no too many times. There's more people that have died and split hell wide open that ever thought about getting to heaven. Bible said it's a broad, wide road that leads to destruction. That's hell. That's where that road leads to hell. But it's a short, narrow road that leadeth unto life eternal. And he warns us. He warns us. So Melissa, keep on crying out 
and telling people where do you think you'd go if you die? You that's watching, where would you go if you was to die right now? Do you know for sure without a shadow of a doubt that you'd go be with Jesus? If you don't, you better find a place. You better open your ears and your heart up to this preacher tonight because I ain't telling you my story. I'm telling you God. What God has said and what God has done. He says, behold. Behold means you, you better be listening. You better take heed. You better look around and see what's happening in your lifetime. <clears throat> Lord, I wish I'd have been born back before it all got this bad. Now, God put you here today for a reason. This is your appointed time for you to let your light shine, for me to let my light shine. I stood over Brother Jimmy, a man that I loved and respected and was a dear friend and buddy. And I said, look, I'm not here to lift up Jimmy Vernon today. I'm lift, here to lift up Jesus because Jimmy wouldn't have stood a chance without Jesus. But that man accepted the Lord into his heart many, many years ago. And now this man ended up with a good name. God said a good name is better than all the silver and all the gold and all the precious ointment that can be applied to you. That's what a good name is. And you can't have a good name without God in your life and in your heart. And because of that good name, that name come, that name become good because it was, a God was dwelling in that vessel. The Bible says this is a tabernacle for God to live in. Brother Jimmy was a big man, but he was an humble man. He was a humble man. Now, there's a time and place for everything. But he wasn't a man you pushed around. But he was humble as any man. He'd give you anything. That's the type of person it is. That's who you are when Christ lives in your heart. But God says it takes the foolishness of preaching. Man shouldn't have, have to get up here and preach this gospel to you. You should automatically know and realize that God does not lie. He does not cheat. He does not steal. If he promised you something, it should, you should accept it, and it's done in your heart right then and there. But it takes the foolishness of preaching to confound the wisdom of this world. The wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. That's why it ain't your way, Robin. It ain't my way. It's God's way. The earth is also defiled under the inhabitants thereof. The people that are in this world has brought this world to total destruction. Because of their sinful ways and their unrepented heart.
The earth is also defiled under the inhabitants thereof because they have transgressed God's laws and changed the ordinance and broke the everlasting covenant that God made with them. And here's one of the covenants they're breaking today. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And people are walking around like that don't mean nothing. And, and Jesus don't mean anything. And the God that created this heaven uh, and created them, uh, uh, they act like he don't even exist. Uh, but one day, uh, praise God, one day, and it ain't going to be long, uh, they're going to realize uh, how real God is want to realize it. People are crying out in hell today. The rich man died. And he looked up to heaven and he saw Lazarus, a man that God placed at his gate to help, but he had no compassion upon him. When God puts somebody in your way to help along the way, praise God, you better help them because that's what God called you to do. Amen? Behold, he was selfish man. He was a greedy man. Uh, uh, brother, he was a man of uh, hoarders. Uh, uh, he hoarded up things. Uh, and he got so much in his barn, uh, he said, I, I don't know what to do with it all. Uh, I'm just going to tear them down uh, and build bigger ones. There I'm going to bestow all my goods. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. God said, no, you ain't. For this day your soul is going to be required of thee. You're going to die. Then who shall those things be? He ended up in hell. The rich man also looked up. He saw Lazarus that laid at his gate full of sores. And he was hungry and he was begging. Huh? And all he wanted was the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table to eat the same things that the dogs would come by and lick up off the floor. That's all he asked for. He didn't ask for a piece of bread uh, or a morsel of meat uh, or anything. Uh, he said, just the crumbs. <laughs> Snotty-nosed rich man lifted up his head and went by like he was something when he was nothing. If it had come a rainstorm that day, he'd have drowned. Poor old Lazarus, he needed some relief, and God gave it to him. God said, He won't help you, but I will. God took him home. And Lazarus was comforted in the bosom of Abraham, right there in the breasts and the arms of God. And a rich man died that day. And brother, he lifted up his, his head out of hell and he looked. Uh, and he said, uh, Father Abraham, uh, send Lazarus. Uh, let him dip his finger in the water and touch it to my tongue. Uh, for I'm tormented in this flame. And God immediately said, not so. You made your bed. He said, there's a great gulf between you and I. For you and Lazarus, and you're not coming out, and he's not coming down there. You see, you made your bed. 
People's making their bed in hell today. And they don't even realize they're doing it. You know why? Because they, the suffering and the shame that Jesus went through, they do not take it to heart. And many say they don't believe it. But one day they will, praise God. One day they will. Boy, it gets, it gets, it gets strong as you start reading through here. What he says is going to happen. He said the earth is defiled under the inhabitants thereof because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinances, and broke the everlasting covenant. Therefore hath the curse divide, devoured the earth. There's a curse on this earth today. On account of what man done. Right there in the Garden of Eden. He denied God. And he denied all the blessings of God. He chose not to do what God told him to do. And if you're here today. And if you're walking out there. And you choose not to live for God. Well don't go crying to him when it's over. When you're cast into the lake of fire. Where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Forever and ever and ever. Brother you however change. God's got me here to remind you. And I that we have ever change. That get our hearts right with God. And to live for God. And to go on forever. In a wonderful place. I don't have to go to hell. They sing a song about it. I don't have to go to hell. Why? Because my Jesus, the Son of God, that was born of God, uh, and the Virgin Mary uh, come uh, and walked in this world without sin uh, because I and you cannot do it. Uh, and brother, uh, he offered himself uh, a sacrifice uh, for me and for you. I heard, I got a rumor where somebody said, well, all he does is preach his own Jesus. You bet that's right. And I'm going to preach on him till the, till the day I go home. That's what this Bible surrounds is Jesus. Praise God. I'm here to remind you what kind of man he was. He was a perfect man. He wasn't just a man. He was God in the flesh. Brother, he come. Just like he promised he'd come. Where it was foretold. You know what the devil hates to hear more than anything else? And it come to pass. Oh, the devil don't like that. Because it's coming to pass. His days are about over. Amen. And brother, that's why he's wanting to take all everybody to hell with him. But it come to pass. And the Lord said it's going to come to pass this way. Look at it now. Look what it's becoming. And we ain't seen nothing yet. It's And I don't know how long we'll be left here. But when the wrath of God, when he starts pouring out those bowls and all those other things, praise God, I don't have to be in that. I've been saved from the wrath to come. Amen. Therefore hath he cursed, the curse has devoured the earth, and they that dwell therein are desolate, left without anything. 
You won't have nothing left. You won't have a morsel of bread to eat. You won't have the, the money won't be no good one day. The Bible said they'll cast their gold and their silver out in the streets. You'll be left desolate. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burnt. The building's going to be burned. The trees is going to be burned. The grass is going to be burned. Man is going to be burned. The animals is going to be burned. God's going to destroy this mess that this has become down here because they denied the one that come and hung on the cross. So he said, the Father said, Son, I'm going to give you all authority over all mankind. And one day, I want you to pour your vengeance, which is my will and my vengeance, out on all of those that never believed in your Father and in you. So God laid it all in the hands of Jesus. Now Jesus is a loving person. He come as a lamb. The Bible said, He come as a sheep to the slaughter. And He opened not His mouth. But brother, He ain't coming back as a lamb when He comes back. He's coming back like a lion coming back like a lion to devour and to destroy this sin and this whole corrupt place. The curse has devoured the earth and they that dwell therein are desolate. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned and there's few men left. The new wine, the vine, the languish and all the merry hearted do sigh. They're crying and and they don't know what to do no more. And the and mirth of the tabrets cease uh, of, the, of the music and the trembles and the rejoicing and the noise of them that rejoice ended, ended, endeth and of the harp ceases. There ain't going to be no merry songs no more. There ain't going to be no parties no more. There ain't going to be no dancing no more. Brother, people want to be a running and a hiding and a screaming and running into the mountains and, and Greg and crying for the rocks to fall on us and hide us from the face of the one that sits on the throne. Hide us from the face of the Lamb, which is turned into a lion. Oh. They shall not drink wine with a song. Strong drink shall be bitter to them that drank it. They'll try to get drunk and it won't please them no more. It won't do nothing for them no more. When they trusted in the bottle in the past, brother, it'll just be a more of a hindrance to them than anything else. It'll be bitter to them. It won't bring no joy no more. It's just be continual sorrow in the whole wide world. It's coming. It's coming because God said it is. Not because I did. Because it was prophesied. And it's coming to pass. Strong drink shall be bitter to them that drink it. And the city, the city is going to be called the, the city of confusion. It's broken down. 
Every house is shut up that no man may come in. People will be scared and they'll be crying and dying and everything else you can think of. But there is a crying, but there is a crying for the wine in the streets. But all joy is darkened and the mirth the, the blessings of the land is gone because they never appreciated what God had blessed them with. And the city is left desolate without anything. There ain't going to be no mayors and there ain't going to be no sheriffs and there ain't going to be no uh, other people and there ain't going to be no preachers left or nothing else. Praise God and and... and just everybody's running here and there and doing what they can to try to save themselves, but they won't be saved. They're headed to destruction. Destruction's on the way, but it don't have to be to you nor to me. God save me from destruction. My name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The, the city is left desolate and the gate is smitten with destruction. And when thus it shall be in the midst of the land, among the people there shall be a shaking of an olive tree. Some of God's chosen will, will be, uh, the remnant of the Jewish people will be left. And as the gleaning grapes, when the vintage is gone, they shall lift up their voice. They shall sing for the majesty of the Lord. They shall cry aloud from the sea. Wherefore glorify ye the Lord in the fires, even in the name of the Lord God in Israel, in the isles of the sea. I don't care what you're going through today. You glorify God because the great tribulation is headed this way. From the uttermost part of the earth have we heard songs, even glory to the righteous. But I said, my leanness, my, my leanness, woe unto me. The treacherous dealers have dealt treacherously. Yea, the treacherous dealers have dealt very treacherously. Fear and the pit and the snare are upon thee, O the inhabitants of the earth. You better stop listening to these lies. You better st stop getting caught up in these evil doings and these evil ways because they'll tell you one, something right the opposite of what God has told you. They'll make you promises they can never fulfill and promises they never intended to try to fulfill to start with. And it shall come to pass that he who fleeth from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit. So they're going to try to flee from it, and now they're going to fall into the pit. And he that cometh up out of the midst of the pit shall be taken up in a snare. For the windows from on high are open, and the wrath of God is being poured out, and the foundations of the earth do shake. 
The earth is utterly broken down. The earth is clean dissolved. The earth is moved exceedingly. And it says the earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard. This whole world will. Ain't nothing going to be stable no more. Because God took all the stability away. And all that was holding everything in place away. Why do you think that the world hasn't completely fallen? Is because of the bride that's here today. This has been holding up the world in their prayer. And Jesus is longing to come and get us and take, it, take us home. And the Bible said he's having to be restrained from doing that. There shall reel to and fro like a drunkard and shall be removed like a cottage. And the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it and it shall fall and not rise again. Destruction of the Gentile world power. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall punish the host of the high ones that are on high and the kings of the earth upon the earth. You know, the Bible says don't grow weary when you see the wicked prosper. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I shall repay don't you grow weary. Don't you get upset. They think they have this and that and they're strutting their stuff. They ain't going to be strutting long. Not long at all. They shall be gathered together as prisoners are gathered in the pit and shall be shut up in the prison. And after many days shall they be visited. Then the moon shall be confounded. The sun's going to be ashamed when the Lord of hosts shall reign in Mount Zion in Jerusalem and before his ancients gloriously. Listen, the Lord is coming. There's about two or three more chapters here I want to just run through, but we'll get to it. Amen. And the time. It's a warning. It's a warning. It's, he's reminded us who are saved tonight to keep, keep on the good work. Keep up the good work, the good battle. I told the youth, I have a message God gave me for them, but I won't prob I'll probably bring it Sunday if the Lord's willing when they're all in here. But it's not only for the youth, it's for us too. Because we're all a part of it. So pray for me. And then when I can, the Lord lets me go back and finish this up, I'll go back and finish this up. But uh, we don't have time to mess around. We need to be on business for the king. We really do. We need to be warning our loved ones, our neighbors, and we need to be doing what God asked us to do. God will not dwell in an unclean vessel. He's already said that.
So pray every day. Keep your vessel clean where God can remain and live in you and keep walking with the Lord, asking his forgiveness every day because you fall short every day, so do I. Uh, we're no better than the thief that was on the cross, according to the scriptures, and I've never claimed to be. But the one that lives in me, he's greater than all. He's the one that brought me. He's the one that brought Jimmy to where he was at in life, and he took him home. His time was up. He's the one that's brought me this far today. One day, my time will be up here. Praise God. That's what I'm living for. You want to die, preacher? No, I ain't going to die. I'm going to live. When I breathe from this body the last breath, to be absent from the body to be present with the Lord. Can you say that? I hope you can. If you can't, talk to God. Preacher can't save you no way. But God can. Jesus can save you. Take this word to your heart because you don't need no more than this word. Everything you need, you can find it right here, can't you, Willie? Your daddy always said, book of instruction before leaving earth. And that's what it is. So, we've been reminded. I was warned years and years ago, and I took it to heart. Amen? But I'm still reminding people about it today. And we don't need to, whatever valley you're going through, whatever fire you're having to wade in, or any, any other situation, Wayne, you're probably watching me. You always do when you can't come. I want to say something to you, honey. What you've been through, you've been through the storm, you've been through the fire, you've been through a lot of things, what you've been through with all this sickness. But you rejoice through it all. You just keep on rejoicing. Your valley is not through yet, and neither is mine. But we're going to rejoice through this valley that we're in until we see the mountaintop. Amen? So, honey, you just keep on rejoicing. She's probably crying right now because every time I speak to her, she goes crying. Because she's got such a big heart in her. The Lord lives in her heart, and she knows what God done for her. And I want to encourage my wife to keep on going. It's not been easy for you, honey, but you got to keep on going until the Lord brings you home and just rejoice in it. It may hurt sometimes to rejoice, but you just rejoice anyway. You know? <laughs> it may hurt sometimes to get up, get your clothes on, and get down here, or go out and go on visitation, or do whatever God's having you to do. But you go on and do it anyway, knowing that a better day is coming. And so, when we go through trials and tribulations, by the grace of God, we're able to rejoice through all that he puts on us because he promised he'll never put more on us than that which was able to bear, right? Okay.
Ahas right there. And we just stop and thank God for all he's done for us. Our Heavenly Father, we're so thankful. I thank you, first of all, for your word. Lord, we go back to your word. We're reminded. We're encouraged. We're humbled. We're brought low, God, that you can be lifted up. Christ in us can be lifted up, Lord. That's, that's our will, just like your will, Lord, is for people to be able to see Jesus in our lives and in our hearts. And Lord, uh, we ask you to remember those that's going through the valleys and the hard times and through death. And, and there's a lot of people, a lot of husbands and wives, both has lost loved ones, their mates here in the, this past year that I know of, Lord. We hold them all up to you in prayer. God, they need your strength. And Lord, uh, just like I told Sister Faith that time, when the Lord sent me down there and she come to the door crying. I didn't know what I was going to say, Lord, but you give me the words. And you told me to tell her that he hadn't forgot about you since your husband died. And he still loves you and he's still here for you. And she said, well, preacher, I know that, but sometimes we need to be reminded. I reminded Rita of that just yesterday, Lord. And God, I remind others here. Lord, when a loved one is taken away, they're taken away from the heartache to come. If they're ready, if they're safe, but if they're not, their heartache has just begun. So God, have mercy on every lost soul that you possibly can. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And God bless you.